Hey everybody, how you doing out there? It's Sunday again. It's that Sunday, it's just not any Sunday, it's Curse of Strahd Sunday. Happy to be here, happy to see you all again. Happy to see the players again. It's been almost a month since we last played. So we get to, we get to shake off some rust, we get to say hello to everybody in the chat. Cranky uh, is in there already. And Vic, you're lurking, appreciate it. Uh, but let's get started. Let's get into some housekeeping and get right down to business. Uh, so we are sponsored by Found Familiar Coffee. You can check the link down below. Um, get yourself some coffee. 10% off when you use code Featherfall in the chat. Uh, great people to work with. Uh, super accommodating. I'm wearing, I have merch now. I wore, I bought a shirt. Um, so there we go. Uh, also, Skull Splitter Dice down below as well. 10% off when you use code Featherfall at checkout for all your uh, dice needs. They got some pretty cool dice holders. Um, if you zoom in on, on Bob's screen, you can probably see one kind of in the middle. There's a, uh, you got to kind of dig deep into his, his catalogs back there, but he's got a skull in there that is steampunk uh, that you can get from their website. Uh, yeah, there it is. He's pointing at it. Uh, 10% off that skull if you'd like by using code Featherfall at checkout. Uh, moving on, we got some chat. That's it for the main sponsors. We have some um, channel news. Hey, thanks for the follow, Strix NYC. Appreciate it. Uh, love it. Um, some channel news. Cyberpunk Red will be starting a few weeks after Curse of Strahd wraps. So look uh, for an exact start date coming soon as we get closer. Uh, really, any week could be the last week you'll see us. I mean, we, we are that close. We are in Castle Ravenloft. So look for that coming up. Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frost Maiden is starting soon. Uh, the cast for that has been filled. Uh, I started seeing some of the overlays coming in, looking pretty good. Uh, kind of in on, on the, the group chats there and like what I'm seeing. I can't wait to see that one played out. And I think that'll be a good uh, post-Curse of Strahd. We'll keep in that doom and gloom kind of uh, feel. Uh, that ice wind Dale brings. Um, so that's coming up. Also, uh, I need something to do after Curse of Strahd. So I'm going to I'm gonna DM some more stuff. I'm going to DM the entirety of the Candlekeep Mysteries. There are 17 adventures. We'll be filling those with, uh, you know, new players, hopefully every time. Um, maybe some will stick around. We'll see what kind of thread we can weave between them. But those are, that'll be March. It comes out. So a couple weeks after that, we'll start that up. So I'll look for signups for that in our discord, which is linked down below. You can join that discord and you can, uh, have first kind of access to any of those games that we are starting to fill. So there we are. That's channel news. Uh, we did get a, a re-roll from Cranky Old Mage, thank you, uh, saying, let's kick this off. <laughs> you may need it. Who knows? It depends on, you know, do you take a left turn or a right turn? Uh, one of those is going to need a re-roll. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so this is Curse of Strahd, session 24. And I've titled it Frozen with Anticipation. And if you know where we left off. Uh, you might know why, because uh, Avi found himself in a in a tight spot, uh, being paralyzed after uh, maybe a little greed. I don't know. Was it greed, Avi? <laughs> Got you grabbing coins. Um, but there we are. Uh, and for this playthrough of Curse of Stride, we have a very special sponsor. That is uh, Roll20. 
Roll20.net. This is how we roll. Uh, they are sponsoring this playthrough they, and many of the other uh, Wizards of the Coast playthroughs on our channel. Um, custom token markers, updates to Fog and War and dynamic lighting, uh, streaming support and integration. Uh, Five million subscribers? It's pretty good. Roll20.net. This is how we roll. So for all your virtual tabletop deans, uh, check them out. Um, they also hosted a, a charity stream uh, post Christmas is like the weekend after 26th and 27th. And we, we played two games. We hosted two games on there and, uh, helped them raise, what was it like $24,000 in roll 20 match that. Uh, so that's pretty great for code 2040 helping, um, uh, black and Latinx, uh, folks get into, uh, kind of some of the STEM and technical, uh, uh, career paths. So that was, that was a great, we had a great time. I uh, had a lot of fun doing it and uh, hope to do it again. For a good cause, too. For a good cause. So, here we go. That's it. Recap of Session 23. You guys entered. You all entered uh, Castle Ravenloft. And, and like you do, you went through the front door, but you immediately... Uh, skyrocketed up five floors and then you know uh, you know why why have uh, order of operations here let's jump to the final step um, so you encountered uh, Strahd's armor on the on the kind of the parapets walkway outside you um, you had a little interaction with Rahadin the uh, the elven man who was Strahd's right hand uh, man you had a little interaction with Strahd as he had dinner prepared for you and he was playing some sweet organ music only to figure out that wasn't actually him. It was a, um, a manifestation of him. And we left off with you finding the, the study of Strahd and seeing a ton, tons of books, uh, you know, well-kept tomes, um, very, very, um, Rich mahogany, let's just say that. Like it's it's it is a it is a study, but in here above the fireplace was uh, a painting of someone who looks exactly like um, Irina, who is currently in uh, you know Tack is currently in the form of Irina, with his wild shaping. Not wild shaping. It's uh, changeling. <laughs> You you can't wild shape into a human, I don't think. Maybe <laughs> try it. You know, it's some kind of weird magic out there. But uh, and and it looks exactly like you, um, which can be off putting. There was a huge fireplace that was uh, kind of uh, roasting, and Avi controlled some flames, saw uh, a passage in the back, and went into what looks like a, a treasury. Um, there's a skeleton in there holding a torch. There is a, a huge chest full of coins. And as soon as you lifted that lid and touched a coin, you kind of froze and paralyzed in place and, and teetered forward. So you're kind of teetering on the edge of this, um, this uh, treasure chest, frozen. And that's where we left off. We left off with that cliffhanger. Um, so... That's where we're going to pick up. We have uh, Tack and we have Bull just outside the fire, kind of uh, watching Avi go in. Um, and then Ismark, Cass, and Myrna are in the study as it is. So that's where we'll pick up. Okay. Okay. 
So what can I do? I mean, uh, so you are you are uh, a frozen and and locked in place, and your eyes kind of uh, it kind of goes gray. You can't see anything. You can't really feel anything. You are still alive. There is an essence of you. Oh, well, good. Still there, but you can't, uh, those senses are gone. Those senses are deadened and you are for, you know, you're, you're out of, uh, out of order for a little bit from what you can tell. Is the fire out? So he controlled flames to get in there, Uh but then I think it, it started back up. Yeah. And then I think, um, we had started to like put the fire out. Yes, that is correct. Uh, you did. So, um, how are you doing that? Uh, Bull was using precipitation. That's right. Um, and I don't remember what. I feel I like Tech had asked something about it. like fire instruments if they were near the fireplace. I thought I remembered that question being asked, but I don't remember the answer. Yeah, that's uh, that's how Avi found the the secret passage ah, uh, with his perception. Okay. He saw a fingerprint on the the poker, and as he uh, pulled that, the back the door behind the fire opened. The door behind the fire is still open, uh, just the fire is still going. But as you're prestidigitating it and kind of starting on the outskirts, you're starting to um, control it a little bit and get it under under um, under wraps. There, it's going to need a little bit more. Uh, help though. Yeah, the bull looked uh, attacking. So, oh, yeah, I don't know um, what Avi's plan was. I think he went back there to have some alone time, but <laughs> I guess we could go bust up that party. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it's a little. It's quiet from over there. That's. It's not particularly obvious style. Avi, you doing all right? I mean, he might just need a minute. I don't. I don't know if he found some sort of uh, collection back there. <laughs> and he'll look look to the painting above. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't hear anything. You don't. Uh, you he- just hear that fire crackling. You don't hear a response from Avi. Um, Just the fire. Just the fire. Is there like a big chimney over this pit? I would assume so, Mm -hmm. right? Otherwise, the whole house would be filled with smoke. Yes, there is a chimney that goes up. There's wood and whatnot in the the fire pit that it's burning on? Yes. Uh, And I can give you the, let's do the flavor text for the room again. I think that might uh, help us out a little bit. A blazing hearth fire fills this room with rolling waves of red and amber light. The walls are lined with ancient books and tomes, their leather covers well-oiled and preserved through careful use. All is in order here. The stone floor is concealed beneath a thick, luxurious rug. In the center of the room is a large, low table, waxed and polished to a mirror finish. Even the poker... In its stand next to the blazing fireplace is polished. Large, overstuffed divans and couches are arranged about the room. Two chairs of burgundy-colored wood with padded leather seats and back cushions face the hearth. A huge painting hangs over the mantelpiece. 
in a heavy gilded frame. The rolling firelight illuminates the carefully rendered portrait. It is in the exact likeness of Irina Koyana. This room is like, uh, I guess if I'm remembering correctly, is is a lot more well taken care of than other areas we've been to. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you, the hallway that you came in from, uh, there was an opening in the roof that was kind of letting weather come in. It's very dusty and cobwebbed. A lot of the outer uh, hallways that you've been in have been, you know, sealed with cobwebs. Uh, so this is, yeah. There's a there's a level of upkeep here and a level of care here. Yeah, Bull will just keep uh, doing the prestidigitation to, like, snuff out flames. Okay. I'm looking at books. <laughs> I'm, I'm going <laughs> to cast Mage Hand and help Bull okay. by patting the fire up okay. with my Mage Hand. But that's that's about all I got. <laughs> yeah, you're, you kind of are, are scattering some of the, the logs and, and the, the embers that are in there, making it easier for the prestidigitation to take hold. And I'd say after about three or four minutes, you do start to get it managed and maybe uh, pushed to one side. So um, there is a pathway there to get through if you'd like. Takes you a little bit, but you're, you're there. Oh, slightly bow towards tech I'm like after you well I will head on in okay yeah as you enter this room you see Avi kind of in mid uh, mid stride mid uh, uh, kind of looking at this coin and his chest his belt line is like teetering on the end edge of this this uh, this chest here as he was frozen in place um, it, <laughs> So the chest has piles of gold and silver and copper all around it. Uh, the fittings and clawed feet on the chest are evidence of great worksmanship. Attached to the east wall are two uh, torch sconces. The southernmost one holds a torch with an intricate metal base. The other uh, is no longer empty as Avi put a torch back in there. A skeleton in broken plate armor lies against the wall. The skeleton's right hand is on his throat and the left hand holds the mat or no longer holds the matching torch. Um, and that's pretty much all that's in this room. So it's just coins in the chest that Avi is teetering on the yeah, edge of? Yeah, yeah. And he's got a, well, I guess you can't really tell as it's all. No, you can see it's a gold coin that he had picked up. Marna. I guess because you're paralyzed, you don't turn to stone. I'm, I, you know, the, the vision I had in my head was turned to stone, but uh, that's, what? that's not the case. Avi needs your assistance. <laughs> I say it wrong again. I did. It's Avi, not Avi. Avi. Avi needs your assistance. Honestly, I think you're. I could imagine you're frustrated enough to just call him Avi just because. A uh, little smoke curls out from my nose. <sighs> Gonna turn around. Where did you go? Other side of the fireplace. We're in the flames. All I was going to say was thank you, Tech, and I was going to say I head towards the fireplace. Hey, uh, Cass, there's some armor in here. I know you've been itching to get some new one. It's, it's plate. Just slowly turns my head. I, I imagine I still have a book open. Just slowly turn my head. 
And as Myrna's making her way over, I'm I'm coming out. I, it's cramped in there, and I I don't Fair. have any desire for anything that's going Could. on in that room. All right, so <clears throat> come in. See, Avi is frozen. I'll just shake my head. So disappointed in you, my friend. And I will uh, pat him on the shoulder and cast Lesser Restoration. Okay. I'm hoping it works. And this isn't something else other than a paralyzed condition. <laughs> Yeah, so as you... <laughs> uh, I'm making the face waiting. <laughs> your hand hits, and yeah, there's a second there uh, of that long pause before, um, Avi, you start to feel warmth and your senses start to come back to you. And, and not being engaged with your muscles, you kind of just fall forward and into the chest itself. But you are uh, no longer paralyzed. Muted, Avi. Well, I, I, I think these uh, these chests might be trapped, so just watch yourself going forward is my recommendation. And now that you're in this chest and kind of like head first, you do see a coin that is almost like glued to the corner of it. Like it, it's, it's <laughs> now that some of the coins have been kind of sloughed off in areas, it's stuck to the side. That looks like it could be some sort of uh, uh, triggering mechanism. Can I check my strada? Can I see where where he is uh, in the general? Is there a a a strad coming towards us? Yeah, this um, thing triggered or so you again like we we kind of we established this early on that there are kind of multiple blips that you get as his blood is uh, you know uh, coursing through the veins of so many people in here. Um, but there is a like a, a big one that is stationary that is, uh, you know, down, downward. But there are other little blips around you. Um, can't really pinpoint. Some are moving, some are stationary. But that main one, uh, that, that the biggest one that gives you the most um, kind of uh, to your senses is is further uh, below you. Okay, none like suddenly running no, towards no. us or anything. Not in the uh, the close distance. Okay. And then are these all? These are I think we talked about it last time. But these are all doors around this room, right? Yeah. So there's a, a single door in the upper left, double doors to the left, and then a single door to the bottom um, of that room. And then you came in through the the upper right door. Right, and then do we know roughly what time we kind of landed here? Uh, it was evening time as um, it took some uh, time to get there. You left in the morning. So I, I would say it's about eight-ish. Yeah, because I wrote in my notes that we arrived around five. Okay, yeah, so uh, the interaction in the in the entryway and the dinner and then kind of, you know, moving around, it's, it's yeah, it's three hours is a good estimation here. Well, Avi, are you um, done doing whatever it is you are doing? Well, I was just making sure there was no armor back here for Cass. I mean, he's seems to have been really in need of it. I had to check the bottom of this 
chest. And so when I when I look at that coin that's just sitting there, am I assuming that's what triggered the trap, or are we? No, not it. Sure? The coin that you had picked up, from what you can tell, triggered the uh, the fumes coming into here. This one looks different, as it's in a. Uh, it, it's like it's hanging. Like it's almost glued to the side, like it's it's stuck to the side of the <laughs> the chest. Well, first I want to try and just poke it with my short sword. Yeah, it it. I mean, you could tell it can wiggle a little bit. Uh, grab it. <laughs> As you grab and pull, uh, it is kind of, it is tethered, and uh, this there is a uh, opening that opens up onto the right of the the skeletal figure that is on the floor there. An uh, opening, you say. Yeah, revealing a uh, another room beyond. And then uh, it, when you let go of that coin, it kind of it sucks back in. The door stays open. but Yeah, I kind of want to just... I'm going to just lean up against the wall and kind of poke my head around that corner. Yeah, as you put your head through um, and, and peek into there, you do see uh, another hallway of cobwebs. I'll reveal a little bit more for you. Um, so you see uh, this, this hallway that is choked with spider webs, broken by a single clear path down the center. And then at the very end, you see a set of double doors. The, uh, you could tell it's about 20 feet high in here um, with All a right. pair of uh, bronze ahead. doors at the very end. I want to go ahead and just burn my way through <laughs> again. Okay. Not getting too far away from the party, but just. Okay. Yeah. Safely. So you, uh, yeah, you totally clear out this uh, in a, you know, a matter of moments. Uh, just, and you do see this is a 20 foot high arched uh, room. Uh, nothing in it. it. It's it's relatively bare, and with two um, kind of ornate bronze doors at the very end. Okay. I think Bull will use his horn. I don't know what kind of horn. I'm. I guess I'm imagining a trumpet to like kind of rig the coin so it like stays propping the door open. If that makes sense. Okay. He said it's like on like a string or something. Yeah. Uh, it, it stayed open, but yeah, just in case you, you can uh, lodge something in there and I'll call back to it. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, gang, we got, um, another secret passage. I guess this, um, this whole castle may be lousy with them. I think you're right there, honestly. <clears throat> it's going to be quite the... I was going to say adventure, but perhaps not quite. Any markers? Anything on it? On on the coins? Is that what you're I'm asking? asking Bull if there's any markers oh, on the secret entrance. Uh, I guess, Avi, are you relaying that you saw a brass door? <clears throat> yeah, I'll relay all that. Yeah, we'll be like, yeah, this looks like a brass door. And uh, Are those Strad bucks in there or are those gold coins? Or is it something different? Uh, these are not Strahd bucks. These are Ooh. some of the typical, um, coins from, uh, you know, back home. 
Okay, uh, Bull's gonna cast Dispel Magic on the whole uh, uh, <laughs> chest and then take some coins. Okay. All right. Uh, how much time are you spending picking up coins? Because there's there's a, a good pile in the chest and spilled out. I mean, not a lot of time. It'll be like very Goonies okay. where they're under the the fountain. They'll just like yeah, pick okay. up, scoop up a handful yeah. and go. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know all dimes. Spoilers yeah. for yeah. that movie. Oh, you spoiled Goonies. Um, <laughs> I think I think you're okay. It's been enough time. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you're able to get uh, you know fifteen twenty gold pieces, a handful of silver, and then uh, you know handful being twelve, and then about a hundred copper, um, as there's a whole ton of copper there. So you can add that to you if you want. Um, there is more to be had. The light mind makes a blast door. What's wrong with a brass door? I just don't understand when a wooden door would work just as well. I believe it's called ego. Well, then why bother with brass? Why not make it gold? Or silver? I said he had an ego. I never said he was smart. <laughs> there are Fair. things that brass doors would uh, keep out or in that wooden doors would have a harder time. It's a little That's difficult fair, to get through a brass door with an axe. That's fair. Vampires don't particularly like silver. I don't think. I want to pick peek my head through this door here while we're talking just to see what's what's in there. Okay, up to the the, the top right. The top uh, left, top, excuse top me. Top left, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, as you peek in through there, you see a staircase going down. A spiral staircase. Got stairs down over here. Good. More stairs. All right, let's make sure our flanks are covered. And I will go ahead and open up this door to the south here. Okay. <clears throat> to the south. Dice ready, um. just in case. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good. Maybe. Am I? That doesn't look um. good. That looks ominous. <laughs> <laughs> well let's let's uh let's read what's in there uh so you see another dining hall um because why not have multiple dining halls uh dust assaults your lungs as you open this you just you know that d the movement of the door stirs up uh dust all the way throughout this room and you can just see it through some of the moonlight coming through the window you can see those dust particles flying in the air a sweet yet pungent smell of decay fills this room uh, in the center of which stands a long oak table. A blanket of dust covers the tabletop and its fine china and silverware. In the center of the table, a large tiered cake leans heavily to one side. The once white frosting has turned green with age. Cobwebs hang like dusty lace down every side of the cake. A single doll figure of a well-dressed woman adorns the crest of the cake. Sus suspended above is a well is a web-shrouded chandelier of forged iron. An arched window in the south wall is draped with heavy curtains. Resting on a wooden stand by the window is a dusty lute. 
and standing quietly in the southwest corner of the tall is a tall harp shrouded in cobwebs. Sounds fun. You can give me a perception check if you'd like to see if anything else sticks out. Sure. Wedding cake? Question mark. Mm. Uh, there is a re-roll in the chat. Just keeping that out there. That's all right. Yeah, I shall look in the room and just, uh, as this is going on, shout back. <clears throat> Creepy empty dining hall over here. <sighs> Gotta love it. Uh, ooh, ooh. Oh, wait. Minus one. That's fine. That's still 16. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> ooh, um, piece of candy. Um, <laughs> you see on the floor next to the cake uh, a little figurine about the same size as the one on top of the cake. Looks like it's a wedding cake. I'll shout back. And I guess... I'm going to just carefully step through just okay. to make sure that I can see this corner. Yeah. Sure um, nothing yeah. Nothing in that corner. Um, I revealed the whole room. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> those, those shaded corners uh, make it hard to see the fog of war sometimes. Uh, yeah. Nothing else in this room. Again, you're just being assaulted with the amount of dust in here and cobwebs, especially coming from a room up north that is so pristine and clean and, and well-kempt. This one is exactly the opposite. And it's, it's that it's, it's almost a, a nice smell with the cake and the, the sweetness of it. But the mold and the dust is, is they're combating each other. Um, you know, left nostril, right nostril, uh, each getting one of those smells. Can I roll an investigation check for this um, little cubby room behind the fireplace? Uh, the one that Avi was frozen in? Oh, yes. Yeah, you give me another one. Uh, 14. 14. Uh, you know, there's you've spent enough time in here now, um, kind of digging through some of the coins and stuff that you feel pretty confident about it. Uh, nothing else is sticking out. Um, you know, the one the one door to the the east that you've found is kind of the uh, the the, the, pr the prize at the bottom of the cereal box there. Um, Tack, Mirna, Avi, what are you guys doing? I mean, again, I don't want to go too far. Uh, okay. Tack can um, go first, because I know you were aiming to do something. Yeah, I'm just going to open this door and take a look into this room. I'm pretty okay. sure it joins to the the same room that has the window on the outside that we looked in. Yeah, but yeah so as you uh, pop your head in here, yeah. you see a bedchamber. Sweet smells waft from this del delicately lit room. A great arched window along the west wall is covered by heavy red draperies. Golden tassels glinting in the light from the three candelabras sitting atop small tables about the room. Tall white candles burn with bright, steady light. A large bed canopied by silk curtains. Um, carved into the headboard with great skill is a large Z. Sorrow's been here. <laughs> Nice. 
Got a bedroom over here. Windows to the outside as well. There's other other doors there as well. Yeah, there's set of oh. double doors that go to the south. Does that bedroom look as unkempt as the rest of the castle? No, it's on par with this study here, to be perfectly honest. There's lit candles in there, and it smells good. I, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to spending the night there if, uh, if it was anywhere but this building that we were in, to be perfectly honest. Bed looks rather comfortable. There's even a fancy duvet in there that looks serviceable. Does anyone else find it strange that the study and the bedchamber are clean and well kept, but everything else is covered in cobwebs? Especially yes. considering these rooms have windows. Certainly. I'll kind of yell back and. Oh, a little bit further. Because, like, the rest of the rooms have just been, like, nothing. So I'm going to step in and do a little bit of a little bit of Bloodhunter stuff. <laughs> okay. I just want to I just want to investigate really and just kind of take a look around and at the food and that kind of thing and see whether anything is like super off. <laughs> um Uh, so on this table, you, you are getting, as you're now getting closer to that, the cake itself, it does look like a wedding cake. You see the bride still on top, um, has resemblances of Irina and you see, uh, the figure on the floor does not look like Strahd, but it is a, uh, you know, same size. You could tell it came from the uh, top of that uh for the rest of the table there is no other food on there it, it it's almost as if um dinner was cleaned dessert was being served pause scene um <laughs> and that's kind of Eat. where it left off okay i will go and take the other figurine and then head back to my party. Okay. <clears throat> That's my strat. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Avi? You and Bull still in that room? Yeah. Um, I, so I, many ways to go, man. Yeah, I want to go walk up to the brass door after clearing all the cobwebs okay. um, and just put my ear against it. I'm not doing anything else. You know, I want to do a quick look over the door, make sure there's no, like I'm a little gun shy of traps all of a sudden. I don't know why. I mean, no, <laughs> not a big deal, Yeah, but just want to make sure, you know, totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. So put, uh, give me a, a perception check as you're uh, putting your ears to the door. I'm good at these. Avi, I've, I've got you back. That's a 12. 12. Um, you hear very faintly, uh, but you can make it out. Um, wind, rain, occasional thunderclap. 
nothing nothing and, else and as you kind of like you can feel cold air coming from underneath the uh the doors there um yeah nothing else. well uh i'll go ahead and just open it real quick okay how quick oh we're slow <laughs> Uh, yes, <laughs> you see another cobweb-filled room, uh, veils and curtains of webbing filling this room, making it hard to gauge its width and depth. A single narrow path, again, leads to the dark center of the room where you can see a single rope uh, dangling from high above. Okay, and I mean, looking up at the, the rope, what am, I, what am I seeing there? Um, it kind of like goes into darkness, uh, at a certain point uh, at the end of your vision and you can't really tell the rope continues all the way up i'll th- i'll throw a, a quick firebolt just up there okay um so as that you see it traveling kind of burning some of the cobwebs as it's going up and just before your it hits makes contact you see the makings of a, a bell and it hits that center piece of the bell and it goong, 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 and it kind of pushes the, uh, I don't know what the, the piece of the bell is called. Um, is it the bell? No, the bell is the shape. The Euclid. dinger. <laughs> there is, there's got to be a technical term. Somebody out there help me out. But it hits that and pushes it to the side of the bell. And, goong, goong, goong. and then it kind of settles itself down. Okay. okay. It's a clapper. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, I just I just checked because you're I was it was on the tip of my tongue and I was like, there's it's not a dinger. It's not a ringer. I know what this is. Yeah, it's a clapper. How lame, dude. Somebody whoever invented that bell. Bad decision. The bell. (laughs) Well, um, if they didn't know where we were before, they do now. And as you say that descending down uh one coming down the center rope and you can hear other skitterings yeah i'm just gonna close the door coming down from the outside just i see it i'm gonna close the door and and run back to bull uh uh we may have woken something up in that room um move the horn give me Give me a dex check first before see if you can make it uh, and get that door closed as this spider had a second. That's a 16. Okay. Yeah, so as you close the door, you hear this thunk kind of hit right behind it. Uh, Yeah, and I'll just uh, run back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ah, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'll run back and. Okay. I mean, are, are they are they coming in or? You can hear some skitterings um, behind that room, but you every now and then you hear kind of a, a thump up against the door. That's fine. But That's not fine. nothing through yet. Yeah, bull's gonna pull the the horn out of the thing so that that trapdoor closes again he's like that's not to take any chances yeah i don't i don't think we need to go that way there's there was nothing in there to be honest yeah 
and you hear you hear that door kind of get kind of banged open uh, behind you. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna continue walking just through this way. Okay. <laughs> Would you be a, a a deer and relight that fire? Yeah, I'll I'll just. Yeah, you take a second, kind of gather up more wood. Yeah, oof, for sure. Uh, and light that fire. Um, That's a fire. And yeah, now with the fire going and your your uh, distance away, you can't really hear any more of the, the skittering. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Nothing going on here, everybody. I assume we hear all of this. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, okay, cool. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab the figure of the guy. I'm gonna grab the figure of the girl, and I shall leave the room okay. and just stare daggers into the Muppets that are falling around and making a bunch of noise. <laughs> well, I just. I don't know why you're looking at me, but there were some, there was a bunch of spiders that hit the bell. So I think if anything, the spiders hitting the bell is what made them <laughs> chase us. Sitting by the fireplace still. <laughs> so can I hear anything now that the fire is back up or do I just hear the roaring flames? Um, you, yeah, you can't hear uh, beyond those flames now. Um, you just hear that crackling and there's, there's enough buffer between the fire and where Avi came from. Um, you can give me a perception I, check if you, if you want. I was just wondering if before the flame came up, I would have heard anything that between that uh, and Obby's yeah, give me obvious a, discomfort. Yeah, give me a percentage. Um, okay. That's fine. fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> Obby does shit all the time. Never causes trouble. <laughs> ever. I don't think I right, ever. That's fine. I'm I'm too distracted. I'm watching okay. the rest of my roll to six. Okay. Yeah, you can't really <laughs> hear much going on other than that fire crackling. All right, so we have the study, we have a now burning fireplace, we have a dining room with a gross cake, um, and we have a bedroom. Now, um, is there anything else that anyone would like to do here, or shall we carry on? Well, I think just to be clear, through that fireplace is spiders just... Want to be full disclosure? They were, they were big. Well, do you notice the cobwebs that are everywhere? Of course, yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah. But just for the record, how big are we talking? Are we talking dog? Are we talking me? Uh, no. And like, I like pantomime, like just. I mean, bigger than anyone here. I'm six foot seven, I think. If I look correct, those were six giant, foot two. Those were like yeah, large those were tokens. yeah, those were not um, horse household spiders. Yeah, they were uh, large. Would be the the mechanical 
um, association there. I really shouldn't have moved the map to the right. Okay. Um, I see you pantomiming this, and I just stand up a little straighter. <clears throat> All right. Well, hopefully they don't want to go through the fire. I'm going to see what the rest of the group is up to. I'm going to definitely have my hand on my Warhammer, though. Well, I mean, seeing how it's not time, do we want to, I guess, bed down in here? Although this isn't a great place. We've got five doors where somebody could sneak in. But... Zet and Strahd is going to be awake as soon as the sun goes down and will be more active and perhaps more powerful. I don't know if I want to be even doing watch. <laughs> was it Avi that bought the Strahd puppet or was that Bull? No, I think Avi's got that. Okay, yeah. it's Avi. <laughs> right. Really so Cass is going to wander over to Avi and just throw the two figurines up and just Look, more toys. Oh. <laughs> Have our Sam's little nativity set. One of the main straws, though. I mean, does the bride look like anyone we know? I'll kind of glance over attack. Well, she does look a little tacky, yeah. I think out of character, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm good not resting uh, for a while. Yeah. How's the warlock, the one person who really benefits from a rest? Yeah. I'm I'm full up. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm also good to go. I didn't. I'm, I didn't have my two spell slots. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad to hear. <laughs> uh, I guess to. Mirna's point bullet would be like well I mean I understand that but do we do we want to do uh, hunting during the day or it would be preferable Either but way, we are running out of daylight yeah I don't I don't know if I want to push through to the next day and stay up all night is kind of my point um, if we can find maybe a better place to hunker down. There was the talent. Only one way in and one way out. Oh, I think there was a window. Yeah, you remember the um, on the walkways at the corners, there was a ladder going up into a kind of a, a smaller room um, with some arrow slits, but Hmm. One way in. I suppose if we really want to sleep, those towers might be the best option. There is only one way in, and not likely anybody is going to come to the room. Not as comfortable or as sweet-smelling as the bedroom, but safer. If you want to let me get a bit of rest in before nightfall, at least so, there's still some daylight left. When night comes round, he is still marked. I can keep an eye on things. Take a, a few extra watches, just so we have that on our side as well. Just a thought. How, 
what if we just push these um, bookcases in front of the doorways and stay here in relative comfort? We've got couches. We've got a nice fire. Are there enough bookcases? Yeah. Yeah, I was just doing the count, too. I'm going one, two. <laughs> I mean, is this is also an option. It's only one, one flaw with this room. And um, that's what's on the other side of that fire. That's true. That, well, we... that wood's going to burn out eventually. Um, we ended up, we closed up the the secret door. I don't know if there's a way to open how, it. How big the did you say side. they were? They, they were how? That door is not going to stop those if they decide they want to come through. I mean, did you see the size of the door? It would be tough for any one of us to fit through there, let alone, you know, a horse spider, I think is their technical term. And we we got books so, and a table that we can burn this thing all night. Yeah, don't you not sleep? <laughs> I mean, I don't sleep. It's true. So you could tend the fire. I feel like we should check out the rest of what's up here first before we hunker in for the night. That's a good idea. We've got at least two more doors that we don't know what's on the other side of. And I don't know. Does Strahd Strike use the kind of person that might keep truck with ghosts? Oh, I'm sure Strahd knows we're already here. Well, no, I just, I just mean ghosts don't don't care if you put a bookcase in front of the door. Yeah. Um, Cass, you said there was some food down this way. Bull walk into this room. <clears throat> I wouldn't call it food. I'd say one trashed cake. And the figurines that I thought uh, Arby would want to play with for a little while, considering he liked his uh, puppets so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bull, as you walk in there, you do see that cake dust-ridden everywhere. Um, but as you walk in here, the drapes that are along that southern window start to billow and kind of flap and, 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 you know, like snapping of a towel, almost like the wind is that quick snaps, uh, draws your eye to the window. And it looks like the window has been broken. Now you can see, um, scattered about the floor are chunks of moldy cake. Hmm. And that cake that was that you didn't see before, but has been kind of exploded now. Um, Cass, did you see fit to ruin this cake and break a window while you were in here? <laughs> what game are you playing? Now I'm gonna walk into the room with him. What the hell are you talking? That wasn't me. Uh, all right, gang. We, I think we might have a, a bona fide case mystery on our hands. 
I don't know about the rest of you, but I am not interested in adding another mystery to this nonsense. Less mystery, more company. I'm just going to scan the room real quick and just... <clears throat> uh, what was your plan, Ball? Bookcases? I, I, I think now's a good time. Yeah, that might be best, but do we want to check these doors before? No, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> take the right, I'll take um, the left. Avi, are you in the room or are you just hanging outside? You, I saw you just I'm gonna walk. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to walk in All there. Right. Um, yeah, so the three of you in there now, you do see... Uh, cash you do see that that cake it looks like something has burst through it and there's now like splatterings of moldy uh cake frosting and cake pieces all over the place um bowl you feel something kind of whisk by your face it's almost like the air uh is cooled for a second and then um it goes away real quickly um but Avi, come on, just stand in there. Uh, does a sixteen hit? Uh, it does. Okay. And then I assume a natural eighteen would hit. You take ten bludgeoning. Oh, shit, dude, that's a good roll. Uh, and then 14 bludgeoning. So 24 bludgeoning as just out of nowhere, you just get these two sucker punches right to your kidneys behind you. Um, and let's go ahead and roll initiative, folks. Biscuits. Um, correct, me, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but you have the figurine, yeah? Uh, me? Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, dude. Um, your little nativity uh, I scene. A, I'm I so sorry. <laughs> I rolled a twenty. I see that. That's nice. You know what? The worst part is you're not right. Like that's. So I have a quick question. I got two advantages last session. One I used. Does my did my other one carry over to this session? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, good. Then I'm going to use it. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. And there is a reroll in the chat. Um, so Avi rolled a twenty. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Uh, we got tack in my there. actual dice. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, I, I can add you in there. Uh, uh, we had D4 out of Yeah, whiskey, whiskey Gamer. gamer. Thank you. Thank you. Be a uh, six for me, DM. Six. Okay. All right. Curse of the cleric. <laughs> the cleric with a um, negative one. Avi or Bull, you two are first with 20s. Um, well, I'll let you go first. <laughs> do well. Did we do we notice we that Abby yeah. is like hit? Yeah, you see. Um, as you're kind of like looking around the room, you just see Avi get winced twice as uh, he takes these kidney punches. Um, okay, Bull will like. But you don't. You don't see anything else otherwise. Quickly snap that way and uh, cast fairy fire. Okay. Uh, just like directly over Avi and maybe towards Cass. I don't know. Okay. What's the area of effect on this? Sorry. Uh, six, 20 foot cube. So I guess as much as I can get 
hitting Avi and maybe Cass. All right. Uh, remind me what fairy fire uh, does. It's a dex of 14 that they have to beat. And uh, if not, they'll be illuminated in, uh, let's say, green. Eh, no, violet. <laughs> if uh, they uh, fail. They being the 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 target. Yeah, each creature um, that is got I guess, you. not got you. Uh, okay, but it's, it's maybe hostile towards us. Okay, um, and you said uh, what kind of check is that? It's a dexterity fourteen save, so actually relatively low. Oh no! Look like those horses. Um, that's a that's a nine. <laughs> so they are lit up indigo style. Indigo. Um, uh, let me get to the right layer here. Uh, yeah, there we go. That's so you see, um, wrapped in indigo, you see this this um, shadowy outline start to kind of appear out of nowhere, and it's just recoiling from these two punches on Avi. And Avi, you can now see, like out of the corner of your eye, this uh, this being over your shoulder, and it looks. Uh, well, no, you can't tell yet. It's kind of you know breathing heavily into your ear. And Bull will uh, wink at Avi and he's like, "Good job sussing out the bad guys." And that's a bardic <laughs> inspiration. You get a D eight. Ooh! All right, uh, that leads us to Avi. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cast, um, guardian of nature. So nature spirit answers your call and transforms you into a powerful guardian. The transformation lasts until the spell ends. You choose one of the following great tree or primal beast. I'm going to choose great tree. Um, so I essentially turn into like this big tree ant. All right. And gain plus 10 temporary hit points. Uh, I roll with advantage on decks and wisdom based attack rolls. And yeah. While so on, while I'm on the ground within 15 feet uh, around me is difficult terrain for enemies. Nice. Yeah, um, it's hot. Yeah, so hot. Um, yeah, so you start to crackle and, and grow uh, right in the face of this thing. Um, what would you like to do? Was that an action or bonus action to cancel? That's a bonus action. Friend. Nice. Um, got an action there. Yeah, no, I'm... I can't do much, so I'm gonna have to do like a firebolt. Okay. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got advantage on that sucker. So it's a two, <laughs> uh, and then a two hundred. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, that misses. Um, as I'm gonna you... throw these dice away. You I... do. There is a reroll in the chat, and there is a D four in the chat. No, um. Okay. But yeah, as you're kind of like rising and growing in height. D8 Bardic Inspiration. You also have a D8 Bardic Inspiration. Uh, your Firebolt. I will use that though. Okay. And you could do that for the attack roll to hits. That's You just can't do it for damage. Yeah. Okay. That's an eight. So that makes it a dirty 20. Dirty 20. That hits. Okay. Uh, so Firebolt at this level is 2D10. Oh, Damn. P, dude. Please nerf, Blizzard. 
That's a five and an eight. So we're looking at 13 points of damage there, friends. Nice. Um, okay. And yeah, I'll just stand there. Yeah. Difficult yeah. terrain, 15 feet around you. Okay. Uh, attack. Uh, for, en for enemies. For en Ooh, for nice. Enemies. Um, I, so would that be if they, let's say they're hovering this being next to you. I would think hovering doesn't okay. follow that right. same. Okay. Uh, attack that leads us mm. to you. You are in the other room. You probably hear some commotion. I'm going to move to this door and open it. Um, I'm going to do the proper thing and get Ismark in there. You guys, uh, you all have his character sheet. Uh, he rolled a seven, so he hasn't even acted yet. So we're, we're all good. Uh, Tack's going to come down to this room and open this door. Probably a bad idea. Blood tub? <laughs> blood tub. Um, blood tub time machine is a movie that should <laughs> exist. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you open this door and you see red satin curtains hanging uh, on these archways on both sides of the south wall in this dark room. Uh, between them in the center of this chamber stands a large ornate iron tub with clawed feet. Um, and from here, you can see kind of up towards the brim, there is red liquid in there. I'm going to ignore that, and I will dash <laughs> to here. Yeah, so you <laughs> it, uh, not, don't look at the tub. Um, yeah, but as you kind of get closer, you do see that it is, uh, in fact, uh, blood. And you can, yeah, open this door right behind Bull. And that takes all of my action, but I can use my bonus action to... Dr. Fred. Hugs are free, man. And Dr. Fred right. will attempt to slap this okay. <laughs> figure here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> and what kind of damage is Dr. Fred again? Dr. Fred, that's a 21 to hit. And Dr. Fred is all, I think after the rewrite, is let me let me check it's okay. either i think it's all lightning now i don't think i get to pick any i used to get to okay. choose that's right um okay. cold or lightning but i'm pretty sure oh it's cold it's only cold i don't get to choose lightning anymore so it's cold damage okay and you said a uh 21 will hit yeah that hits <clears throat> and uh cranky reminded because of the fairy fire attacks have advantage so if you want to try to Ooh. get that nat 20 um, you can do Maybe, that. Um, I won't turn that down. Sure. I'm going to say no. Yeah, that's 16. So okay. or 24. So, but, and it was five points of cold damage. Okay. Um, so Avi, you see this thing start to now, you you grew in stature, yeah. Yeah. It begins to start. It hovers up and gets in eye line uh, with you, 
and it reaches and tries to grab your shoulder and you see this fist just start to uh, reel, reel, reel back and it's going to try to punch you in the face. <laughs> um, that is not good. That's Does a, a 12 hit? Okay, and I assume a natural one will not as well. <laughs> so it's it's trying to hit and and it's making contact, but your your kind of wooden uh, uh, facade now is is just brushing it off, and, and you can't find a spot to uh, get any sort of uh, good um, purchase there. And uh, visibly, you can see his eyes start to glow red with uh, anger as this is um, frustrating him. Uh, Cass, this is your turn. Alrighty, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, yeah, why not? Uh, bonus action, I'm gonna go ahead and cast uh, Shadowblade at second level, <clears throat> which will go ahead and give me my uh, Psychic Blade as I go ahead and just grab a chunk of my arm and just take it out, essentially. And as the splatter comes out, it turns into a full blade that I will immediately run and slash him with. Um, okay. Yeah, two attacks, one with the sun blade, one with the psychic blade. Okay. That would be the plan. Well, that would be the plan if I could find my dice. Find my dice. Yeah. Dude, where's your dice? In space. Uh, okay, so Sunblade is a 25 to hit. <laughs> yep. And that's going to hit as well. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, is this thing considered undead? Uh, it is not. Oh, oh was, you got me excited. All right. <laughs> okay. So that's going to be six, ten points of radiant and one point of cold okay. on the sun sword. Okay. And then the second blade is going to be ten points of psychic. Okay. Action, yeah. bonus action, and movement. So that's me. Uh, as you are hitting this thing from the side, it's, it's one hand is still on Avi's shoulder and you can just see that fist, uh, gearing up again to make a punch. It's not even like, uh, looking at you at all. It's not breaking its gaze from Avi's eyes. Uh, that leads us to Ismark. I don't know who is controlling him. Um, and Mirna, you're on deck. Yeah, I can. Uh, he's got 30 feet. He's going to just make it in the room. I'm needed. I am Making needed. his way. Uh, he can get a heavy crossbow in there. Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah, dude. Oh, it's a 13. Nice muscles, dude. Uh, he has advantage, so with the fairy fire. So it's still 13. Okay, yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> that's a failure uh, is, on this mark, the lesser. Uh, Mirna <laughs> leads us to you. You see people rushing <laughs> rushing past you, the commotion from uh, that room to the south. Of course, of course. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go into the room, and as I do so, I'll use my free action to draw my weapon. That's 26 yep. feet there. Um, I am going to first cast Word of Radiance 
So um, I'm only going to choose whatever this thing is. So it has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, that's a six. That fails, so it's going to take 2d6 radiant damage. Oof. Which is much better. That is 12 points. Ouch. All right. Uh, 12 points. All right. Math is And hard. then with my bonus action, I am going to cast Divine Favor and make my weapon attacks deal 1d4 radiant damage on a hit so um i am all set that's my bonus action action nice Nice. geared up all right uh bull uh sitting over there at the door you hear attack come in behind you um which you assume is tack i would think yeah i think it would take a double tech really oh shit okay uh all right um and he'll go ahead and do card throw at this creature. <laughs> Does a 23 hit? Uh, definitely. Okay. Um, hold on, I have to look at the spell again because it has been a month since we've done this. Um, okay, so it's uh, going to take four cold damage as bull whips out his deck of cards and slings a uh, a nice blue uh blue diamonds at this creature nice uh yeah so card comes flinging through kind of uh right past uh dr fred's tentacles kind of lands into this uh this creature that is being illuminated by your fairy fire uh yeah makes purchase uh um, anything else bull for his bonus action he's gonna He's just gonna like kind of roll his eyes and look at Ismark. He's like, "Be better, Ismark," and he'll give him <laughs> bardic inspiration. Awesome, Avi. Leads right, us to so you. What I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna back up. Opportunity attack, fully aware. Oh, all right. Um, oh, I rolled two sixteens. Uh, so yeah, so twenty uh, twos to hit. <laughs> That's going to be 10 and another 6. So 16 points of bludgeoning. He's going to take... What? Only 9 points of bludgeoning as the tentacle is going to soak... Seven points. Oh, that's hot. God, what is this Olo up in here? Like <laughs> deflecting hits? Come on. <laughs> it's frustrating, isn't it? Uh, all right. So, yeah, you take. What was it? What did it turn out so to be? Seven? I reduced his damage by seven, so he yeah, should take nine. nine, I think. All right. I'm gonna cast, and then I'm going to cast Scorching Ray. Mm. Uh, three things come out with advantage first one is a 17 plus six yep oh the next one's an eight nope that second one i rolled a one into two by ouch the way. uh and then the next one is one. a 15 15 hits so two hits and then those are each <laughs> doing oh, 2d6 true true cranky if Four. if swallow was here he would have fallen down by now uh, seven plus six is eleven. Ooh, plus another six. That's seventeen points of fire damage to his face. Seventeen. Nah. Hmm. Okay. 
Anything else, Avi? Yeah, like so those kind of help light up and uh, push away some of that uh, the the fairy fire around it, but the fairy fire immediately uh, gloms back on. Uh, eye contact does not break with Avi as it is still sitting there, hand reaching towards you, uh, looking to make a move that way. See, I figured that, and everybody's going to get an opportunity to attack as he tries to move away. Possibly. Uh, attack, your turn, my man. Going to move to here. Uh, I am going to ready an action of Eldritch Blast should he move in this direction. Okay. All right, so ready to action. Uh, he is, in fact, going to move, so go ahead and... Uh... Uh, oh. We'll do your we'll do your Eldritch Blast and then uh, attack of opportunities from Doctor Fred, Cass, and Myrna. Um, that was a seventeen to hit. Yep. Oh, he's knocked back ten feet. <laughs> so he's kind of uh, so he's there five ten uh, probably back where he was. Sorry, that was really loud, but <laughs> well done. <laughs> Damn it! So do those. <laughs> question do those opportunity attacks happen oh yeah he did leave a space so yeah so so go ahead uh he takes three damage from the eldritch blast all right three damage um you feel that energy we have going yeah that is you this is well-oiled machine here um so attack of opportunities um for everybody second question was he in bulls uh no when they moved over no he was uh he was here in that one uh on the table cool cool so, Doctor Fred, uh, attack of opportunity, uh, Cass and Myrna, if you'd like, it, you know, it is your. Oh, reaction. I definitely do. Yeah, it is your reaction. Oh, Doctor Fred doesn't get opportunity okay. attacks. So just Cass. Uh, I am saving mine because okay. I Dig. have something more useful I can do with it for now. Dig. Maybe. Yeah. Depends. I'm definitely taking an attack. Where is my? There it is. Where's my D twenty? Ooh. All right. Does 21 hit? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right, so that'll be... Hey, I... (laughs) I just messed with you. I started to ask, and then I did my math, and I was like, well, you know... (laughs) All right, so 1d8 plus 2 plus the d4 radiant damage, and his movement is going to be zero. Fudge. After this, because of Sentinel. So how how much damage again? Sorry. Uh, yep. So that'll be four points of radiant damage okay. plus nine points of bludgeoning damage. Wow. Um, wow. He was totally going to leave again, but now he can't. Uh, he was going to go yep. back into Avi's face. So that's... Um, he's going to take two slam attacks at you, Myrna, as that is... You're the the one impeding him from moving forward uh, in its range. Um, that's a two and a seven. I don't think uh, no a thirteen is going to hit you. Um, no, <laughs> dang. All right, Cass, that's your turn. Uh, he's looking pretty rough. Um, you can see start start to see parts of uh, this this creature in front of you start to kind of slough off and and kind of uh, evaporate before your eyes. I'm going to look to my bullet, uh, the psychic blade. Just, all right. Let's do this. 
Just like Myrna told us. Alright. From the core. And I bite down on my tongue hard. Enough to pierce blood. And using my crimson right, I'm going to blow a a stream of electric blood across the psychic blade. Just like I, Myrna told me I to. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and yeah, I just like, uh, kind of like a, a fire spinner, just, and then slash with both blades. That's good. I like and it. Hope for the best. <laughs> All right. Fingers crossed. I would hate if it looked cool and then, you know, didn't hit. <clears throat> oh no, thank it. 16 plus 7. And a 17 plus 7. Yep. Right, both, both, hit. both hit, yep. Uh, I keep losing my bloody dice. That's going to be ooh, uh, 12 points of radiant. One point of cold, and then the psychic blade. Ten points of psychic, and six points of lightning. Yeah, so as that lightning blood blade comes towards this creature, you, you slice through it, and it just starts to slough off much of the mass of it that is there starts to slough off and fall and disappear once it hits the ground. The last kind of a wispy piece that is there as it is falling, it apparates into the face of Strahd and it looks directly at you, Cass, as it is falling down and, and, and the face just kind of sinks down into the ground and disappears. And now that, that, that would get us out of initiative, folks. Oh. I would say after that a minute goes by my bark skin just kind of like contracts into itself okay and you start to crumble in in size a little bit and yeah back to back to normal well should we check this final door out or Probably a good plan. Barricade ourselves in. What first? What what caused this? Probably the figurines that were in here. Then put them back. Yeah, I'll pull them out. Uh, as I pull them out, I do want to kind of check see if there's anything tied to them or if they're just. Uh, yeah, go go ahead and give me a roll. Um, as you're looking at them, you do see the uh, the bride looks exactly like Tack um, right now. Um, the go ahead and give me the Arcana for uh, eighteen plus two, so dirty twenty. Um, you're not getting anything emanating off of these figures itself, um, but as with your passive perception, uh, looking at the the male or the 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 groom, um, you do see resemblance to Strahd, but it is not Strahd. Um, My God, it's the brother, isn't it? The brother and the bride from the book. Yeah. Sorry, that was my out of character. <laughs> Good to know. Um, <laughs> a lot of home uh, games we do in our home games. That is, um, that's mother in sign language. Um, are yeah. They like, I, are they wood? 
Um, are they wood? Porcelain? I mean, what, what's the makeup? Mm, let me let me just double check uh, to my figure. Um, yeah, they, they are kind of uh, uh, a glossed wood. Um, I'm just going to take them in here and throw them into the fire. Okay. Yeah, they f- f- flame up pretty quick. dreams are going to be so haunted <laughs> um again in this room that so that cake has been burst open those uh the the um the glass has been broken and in the window there is still the um a lute and a uh, a harp in those southern corners there's a door to the left or to the right to the east which you have not um checked out yet and you remember, you came up outside, um, just out here. Yeah. So you're kind of you kind of made a circle. Are there any like? Um, assuming this was like a celebratory like dinner, are there any like uh, unopened bottles of wine or champagne or? No, it's the the only edible there would be the cake. Um, all the place settings are untouched. They all look like they, the table had just been set um, and nothing else there. Uh, there are a couple candelabras or uh, like, uh, yeah, candelabras on the table um, on each side of where the cake was. Okay. Uh, I think Bull's going to go ahead and uh, test out his uh, luck on his harp <laughs> while everybody else is doing whatever. Uh, yeah, so the harp is like six and a half feet tall. I don't know how tall Bull is, um, but it's... Uh, I think it's like five, four. Yeah, so it's it, it's kind of over you by a good foot. Uh, dark stained wood carved with images of hearts and roses. Um, its taut strings are made of gut, which I just finished watching Hannibal, the series, and there was a whole series of... Gross. Yeah, talking about that. Um, so it is made of gut. Uh, which you would know as a, uh, a musician. Um, nothing out of the nor- ordinary there. Uh, so give me a performance check as you are um, playing on that. Twelve. Uh, yeah, it takes you a minute. Kind of some of the cobwebs in there, you know, uh, hinder your hand a little bit. But you're you're able to, after a few uh, strings, kind of clear them up. Um, yeah, sounds good. I mean, the, the strings are perfectly tuned. Um, it's very well made, um, but yep, it plays just fine. Um, in case anyone's wondering, this harp is just kiss. <laughs> I enjoy that you actually said chef's kiss instead of you know, <laughs> just thinking at him. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> Can I help you? Please, thank you. Super, super deadpan. Just, yes, this is chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> All right, we're going to open up this last door before we decide where we are sleeping for the night. I shall do. Let me do it first. Hunch this door open nice and swiftly. 
not literally punch it open. I just yeah. should have let Ismark do it. <laughs> if Ismark dies, oh. we're going to have problems, I think. <laughs> Uh, a door of delicately engraved steel stands um, here in front of you. Uh, dark hallway behind it. Intricate details stand out clearly on the door's surface. The door seems to shine with a light of its own, untouched by time. Flanking the door are two alcoves in shadow. A dark, vaguely man-shaped figure stands in each alcove. The door leads to another door. And yeah, you do see a door <laughs> at the end of the hallway there. I will continue through and try to open that door. <laughs> that is the story of this castle. Okay. <laughs> it's a door to, to a door. I want to stand on this side, and as as Cass passes through, I want to watch the statues. Okay. Um, see if they do anything, and kind of... Get a six, if you will. They're not going to be animated armors, are they? <laughs> a flashback story. from my past. So, story, <laughs> you hit you with the laser eyes. The <laughs> one, uh, one of the the figures to the top left, as you are walking through, reaches out and it does uh, catch you the, like your neck. And wait, what? You're going to take four piercing damage as you're walking through it lunges forward and it it's like um, this that figure one. that is upright starts to crumble and filling the floor is now a two swarm or a swarm of rats there in front of you. So we do need to roll initiative again. <laughs> that is that is uh, where we're at here. Damn it. Okay. Um, who who took the damage? Was it me as I was walking past? Yes, you I? yeah. You took okay. four points. I took four of points piercing. of damage. Yes. Okay. Uh, Congrats. You got me under a hundred health. <laughs> yeah. Actually I, I rolled a nat twenty. I won't I won't change the damage, but four four damage. I forgot. Uh, my fault. Um so we need to yeah, roll initiative. Like we could use the same order or we can uh, let's clear. It's been enough time. I want my new role. I don't yeah. want to be six. I yeah, I don't want to be an eight. I, I, I don't want yeah. to be an eight. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and let's roll initiative here. Oh, that's so much worse. Oh, you get what you, you get. What you get. Uh, Wasted your good rolls on you get, you get what you need. I'll give you what you need. Um, oh, I forgot to wait until the turn order was op oh, open. Oh, sorry. Plunk in my 18 in there, please. Mirna. I was a bad player That's twice right. today with initiative, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all right. 18. I had, a, I had 11. 11 for the Av. Enter. Uh, everybody else in there? All good? I think so. All right. Yeah. Um, so this swarm of rats uh, next to it is going to fall down and slough into this pile and just come around your legs, uh, Cass, and start to crawl up. And it's going to, uh, you know, I'm doing a, that's going to be, and uh, nope, that's not going to hit. That's a 10. And that's all it's going to do. Um, the other swarm of rats that's already down is going to come at you again. Nope, that's not going to do it. Uh, attack that leads us to you uh you just hear a lot of skittering and and uh scurrying around uh in the distance as you are in the blood room the bloodbath 
I'm going to do something less than intelligent and um, <laughs> stick my hand down into this tub to see uh, what's, uh, what's in One room at a time, Tack. <laughs> um, we didn't finish this room. One task at a time. <laughs> I don't know that y'all got rats over there. That's not my problem. <laughs> so as your hand starts to uh, go towards uh, bursting up from the tub itself is oh this blood covered. It's not just a blood covered hand. It's almost like a hand of blood comes up and grabs your forearm and starts to pull you down. And this other hand comes up and starts to pull you down and your face gets right to the edge of the, uh, to the edge of the blood. Go ahead and give me a, um, Give me a strength check or or a dex check to uh, kind of counter that. Uh, I'll relent. I can breathe water. Okay. Yeah, pulls you in and your face just gets just below the surface of the blood. And you see um, the face of a woman uh, there screaming at you. No sounds are coming out, but just continues to kind of like almost like she's drowning. Drowning. There's no D in it uh, except for the first D. One D. Drowning. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> pulling you down and like grabbing onto your shoulders and now trying to like get you. It, it more feels like she's trying to get you in than she is trying to get out. But there is a struggle in her face. Um, so you have an action. Uh, your free I'll, action was kind of approaching. I'll, I'll get in the tub with her. <laughs> what the f- this down, lady. Who does this? Uh, <laughs> Calm down, lady. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, you caught me off guard by saying I'll get it done with her. You know, that's never in the that didn't cross my DM prep brain uh, that somebody would actually get in the blood tub. I mean, I wasn't going to till she she grabbed me. <laughs> I was just gonna see what was uh, in there. But into the blood you tub. Know, if she wants company, I will. You know, she she does the inside. She does grab you and like bear hugs you, but then, like at the snap of a finger, is now on top of you, like just kind of like, you know, I, I can't think of the 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 pop culture reference that I'm thinking of. It's out there, but now is on top of you and pushing you down to the bottom of the tub, and you feel uh, a second later a release. And you, you now are like free of all movement. Any sort of pressure that was on you is now free. Nothing else in the tub. <laughs> Do you want more? I'm just uh, checking. I mean, I'm already in here. If, if I'm already at the bottom of the tub, I just want to make sure. Look for that, uh, like the treasure um, at the bottom of the tub. Uh, no, nothing else in the tub. Just absolutely fine. just blood. Then I get out of the tub. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll say that's your action. That whole interaction sure. uh, yep. will be in action. You have uh, a little bit more movement if you'd like. Uh, you are just soaked in blood now. Move back to, to right in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mirna, you see a blood soaked Irina uh, come through that door. Um, it's almost like Carrie esque, right? Just soaked in the blood. Um <laughs> Fine at this point, I probably barely bat an eyebrow. 
<laughs> eyelash. Good lord. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> all right. So, I hear them screaming or doing something in this other room. So I will yes. kind of wade my way in here. And seeing Cass being a little overrun, I'm going to cast that word of radiance again. So both groups of rats have to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, nice. Uh, so those, those Just two... Just two in front of Cass, yeah. Okay. Uh, constitution saving throw. All right. Um, whoa, I, I rolled pretty well. Uh, a 19, a minus one, so 18, and a 16 minus one, so 15. Damn it. All right. Yeah, they're, uh, they're beefy. And it's been more than a minute, so my other spell isn't active anymore. Yeah, right. yeah, there was a uh, passage of time there. All right, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Sorry, come here. No, it's fine. Uh, can't use like any of my bonus actions unless I want to cast that same spell again. Budge. Um, well, I I did come in here having a plan, and that just kind of ruined it. It's totally fine. Um. You know what the hell? Cast divine favor again. All right. Now I'm done. Okay. Uh, Bull, um, you're hearing who knows what. You see uh, (laughs) the blood-soaked Irina uh, on the other end of the room. Uh, I think Bull is actually just, like, fully engrossed with his harp, and he's just, like, still strumming away. And uh, we'll just go ahead and call that a counter charm. And so for his action, he's playing the song. And uh, until the end of his next turn, during that time, any you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet um, gain advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Nice. Nice. Okay. And that's everything. So 30 feet. Yeah, that's that whole room. Uh, Avi, leads us to you. Sure. And as you step um, in, you see those figures to the south start to uh, unfold and come down and, and begin to move towards you. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Burning Hands, which is a cone Ooh, yeah. down to the south. Yeah. Uh, I imagine you'll let me get both of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can kind of like lean and get them. Uh, that way, totally cool. So that would be a dex saving throw. Oh, not good that time. Um, it's either high or low uh, tonight. A dex saving throw, so four and a six. Yeah, both those fail. So they're taking 3d6 damage, okay. which is 10 points of damage. Uh, oh. Uh, no, that's not right. Good. Uh, yeah, um, and you see... Half the pile of these rats just start to kind of get singed and and kind of scurry to the far corners. Um, the pile is not technically half, but it is looking uh, uh, those the swarm is a lot lessened at okay. this point. Anything else, Avi? I'm good. Okay, uh, so this swarm of rats is going to actually enter your space, and it's, they're going to start to crawl up and. Give you a little bite. That's going to be a 10 to hit. I don't think that does. Does not hit. All right, Cass, it is your turn. Has it been a minute since our last encounter? Yeah, I would say so. Would you say? Yep. 
Damn it. Okay, so I lose my I lose my fancy my fancy sided blade. So I'm not wasting another spell slot <laughs> on these things. I'm just gonna whack it twice with something. <clears throat> it's rats. <laughs> We're level eight, so we can deal you with can, rats. You can don't do judge it. me in my cleric choices, okay, Ray? Just <laughs> I no well, there's something I have he said two with spell a... slots. That's Get it. Him out of there swiftly. <clears throat> All right, two swings. That's a, a fifteen to hit. Uh, yes, that hits. And that is a seventeen to hit. Yep, yep, definitely. Going to assume these aren't undead rats, are they? No, 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 no. These these are bestial. Um, I think so. Uh, Eleven points of damage on the first swing. And nine points on the second swing. Okay. Yeah, that that one is definitely like there are like four rats left in this pile. Most of them you're just able to kind of blow them off into the up against the walls and they, they skitter and scurry uh out of there. Um anything else? Uh nah. Alright. I'm good. Uh, this one is going to come across to you, Cass, and, uh, uh, that's going to be a 15 to hit. I don't think that does. That's a miss. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, this one again, uh, with only four rats left, that's a miss. And then this one's going to enter your space, Myrna. Uh, that's a miss. They're not rolling too hot. Tack. <laughs> Like, that's just gross, like giant rats. Yeah, well, they're miniature rats, normal-sized rats, but there's a lot of them, and they are crawling up uh, your legs. Dirty dirty statue rats? Yeah. No thanks. Does anyone anyone look any more hurt than they were previously? Like, is anyone bleeding out? Um... I oh, took four good. points of damage. I, I see that there are rats crawling yeah. on them, but like I don't. Um, Avi, mostly from the previous fight, but <clears throat> he's okay. fine. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold action on an Eldritch Blast in okay. case rats try and come in my direction. But I, right. I don't want to blast one of my companions off their feet. Got you. Okay. Holding Eldritch Blast. Mirna, you have... These rats are starting to now crawl up in... Uh, they're, they're getting under your armor. Some are on the outside. Uh, what what you going to do? They're not, like, leaving my range, right? No, you could... You could okay. Mechanically speaking, you can use your weapon to uh, get them off, uh, off of your body. Okay. Right. Yeah. And I am going Flavor-wise, they are... Crawling okay, I just want to make sure. Yep. If I should be doing opportunity attacks or anything, and, which honestly, anytime they, they probably should have been attacking them anyway. Whoops, my bad. Um, seventeen hit. Uh, seventeen does hit. I'm just, I'm just gonna move them off of you so I can manipulate their character sheet. That's but fair. They, they are in your space. That's fine. All right, and I've got. Divine favor active. Seven, eight, nine points of bludgeoning plus another two of radiant. So 11. That's great. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, again, close to half of this uh, pile of rats start to, uh, you know, get out of there, um, are, are sloughed off, are, are killed. Um, anything else, Mary? Mm, no. I'm good. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. That leads us to Bull. It is your turn. Okay. Uh, Bull will get up, bow to the the harp, <laughs> and then walk into the room. And I guess this one that is immediately to the right, he'll cast Toll the Dead. Okay. And that is a uh, wisdom save of 14. How wiser? Uh, no, that's a natural 10. Um, and is it missing any? Um, no, not, not the ones uh, next to Avi. No. Okay. All the, all the other piles are. <laughs> they should be. So I hit the ones, both those. Oh, you did. That's right. Why didn't it? Yeah, so it is. Sorry. That's my bad. Uh, it is. You did 10 points of damage. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So. It is injured. Thank you. One D ten. It might be two D ten at your level. It is, it is two D ten. I just messed that up. Still not much better. That's uh, nine points of is that psychic damage? Hmm. Necrotic damage. Nice. That, that guy will take. Yeah. Um, some of those rats again. There's like four or five rats left, kind of uh, in all kind of precarious places around Avi. Um, Every now and then you see, because you have a cat in your bag, right? Yeah. <laughs> you see this cat's paw come out of the bag trying to swipe at one, uh, get it off you. Uh, Avi, it is your turn. Uh, is that one dead yet? or? Uh, no. no, there's the one on you is looking really rough. There's only like four or five left kind of crawling around you. Yeah, I'll just I'll hit it with a firebolt. Yeah, do it. Uh, that's a 16. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's two D10s now. That's a seven plus five for 12 points of damage. Uh, yeah, so you totally clear out all of those um, those rats around your feet. Nice. Um, anything else, Avi? Uh, you see that Cass and Myrna across the way are still swarming. Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Cass. The uh, the horde directly <clears throat> north of you is looking really rough, and then the one that is still kind of occupying a lot of your space is still uh, doing all right. All right, all right. So the one right in front of me, uh, I would like them to make a wisdom save, please. Okay. Uh, the one to the <clears throat> the one to the north, the one that I've already okay. wailed okay. on a few a times. A wisdom. A wisdom save. It's going to be a 12. Had to be a 13, so it fails. Uh, I will cast Toll the Dead on it. Okay. For 2d8 uh, necrotic damage. Don't roll poorly. Don't roll poorly. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, 7, yeah, eight, that's, nine, uh, that's 12. Enough. Yeah, you just see all of these remaining four or five in that pile just start to kind of screech at the top of their lungs as told the dead is taking control of them and they are done. So 
All right. Uh, using my Mystic Frenzy ability, I want to use my bonus action to do a weapon attack on the one next to me. Oh, beautiful. Do it. Sweet. It's going to be <laughs> a 18 to hit. Uh, definitely hit. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, eight points of Radiant, two points of Cold. Uh, for a total of ten? For a total of ten. Yeah, three or four rats left in that pile. Um, and they're going to turn to you and attack. That's a natural 19 for 21. Ooh. Uh, that's going to... Oh, six points of piercing. Do I get my reaction attack because of Sentinel? Um, do they have to move? No, it just says when a creature within five feet of you makes an attack against a target other than you, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against the attacking creature. Yeah, do it. Because I've forgotten to do it with everything else yeah, yeah. in the last two combats. So. And are you you are attacking the one that attacked Cass? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's going to be another 17. Yeah, hits. So eight and a d4. So three points of Radiant, uh, six plus, so eight points of bludgeoning. Yeah, that's enough to, uh, you kind of, um, deftly uh, from the sidelines there, taking, uh, kind of clearing the ones that are kind of on Cass's back, maybe, and you're kind of getting them all cleared off. And yeah, they are, are done. Um, the ones are still around you, though. Uh, that's a 17 plus two. That's so 19 to, to hit you, Mirna. You said a 19? Yeah. Yeah, that hits. That hits. They are still... I don't like it, but that hits. <laughs> oh, that's five points of piercing. Not the best. Right. <laughs> I can do math in my head. It's fine. Um, that leads us to attack. Your Eldritch Blast that you had readied is no longer. Uh, you do see Myrna there uh, kind of engulfed. Engulfed is a strong word. I... Uh, can I attack them with a ranged attack? Um, in yeah, I would. I would say yes. Um, and anything outside of a critical fail, you 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 would miss Mirna. Um, you're okay. you're uh, you're good enough with your Eldritch Blast. Well, then I will make my two Eldritch Blast attacks. That is a sixteen. That hits. And the second one is a 20. Yeah, both those hit. That is 8 and 2. Total of 10 points of force damage. <laughs> 10 points, all right. Uh, yeah, there we are. Uh, Myrna, your turn. There are like a couple left on you. Um, oh, all you got to do is hit. <laughs> They are looking They're looking rough. one HP left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Three that'll HP. be a dirty 20. Do it that way. Three HP. Yeah, that definitely hits. <clears throat> Roll that damage. So it'll be another eight points bludgeoning yeah. and another three points radiant. Yep, that's enough uh, to take care of those. Uh, as you are now kind of like free of rats. I don't know how you feel about swarms of rats, but you are now um, uh, free of them. And that's going to take us out of initiative. Uh, for the second time tonight. <laughs> nice. Nice. 
Out of everything he had waiting for us. Rats? Rats. Really? Uh, they could be good food if you need it in a pinch. I mean, we've I'm... got an open fire. I respect you. I respect you a lot, and because of that, I'm going to ignore the fact that you just said that so that I don't retch in my mouth. <laughs> but I chuckle. I, I, just... I did not say that I eat it on the regular, okay? I think we should all applaud uh, Ismark for bravely stepping into combat. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, there was no room. I couldn't have gotten in there. Uh-huh. He was bravely guarding the door. Yeah. <laughs> the NPC helping us, and it's just done nothing. Uh... No one remembers he's there. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Tack just like still? Yeah, Tack is covered, covered in blood. blood. Yes, I've I've moved back into the bathtub room. Yeah, I'm, uh, you actually <laughs> he's got to finish his bath. Uh, you actually don't see Tack at the moment. Um, I'm casting summon water elemental from the tub. Oh God! But why? But why not? <laughs> it lasts for an hour, <laughs> and. I don't know, maybe it could go through these places where you guys are just having rats fall on you first. You know, we we decided we weren't sending Ismark through the doors first, so, you know, <laughs> I feel like an elemental's probably a better choice. All right. Uh, water elemental, you said? Yeah. Okay. Do you have to have water to do that? Technically, no. <laughs> I, a blood elemental sounds cool, too. Um, so, yeah, out of the tub um, starts to appear this hulking elemental figure um, standing in the center of the tub, taking most of the blood itself uh, to to form its, uh, its body. Standing in the tub at your uh, waiting for your orders. And I'm going to just head back into this room with it in tow. I will use a Mr. Tack or Mr. Fred. Um, yeah, sure. It's the Tack. I'm here for that. <laughs> a, a big, a a big tentacle Fred. summoning Tack. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll add like a, there's got to be, we'll add a little, little vial to it. That's a we go, yeah. elemental. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you see uh, Bull and Ismark sees both. Uh, Tack and this new blood creature, both covered in blood, come into the room, uh, <laughs> filling this space. You should probably let it, let it go first. Do you want to be covered with blood, or do you want a hand? I'm, I'm fine. Maybe, bold. Maybe not. Does he want to be? But why are you covered in blood? That was going to be the question also I was going to ask. Point. The fight was out here. There was an incident in the tub. <laughs> in the Did you slip them room. fall? There's a bathtub next to the dining room. This place is That's getting... your problem with this? <laughs> it's yeah, that that's your problem like with this is <laughs> It's one of the problems I don't just the layout of this place 
trying to make heads or tails of it. I mean, the tub was full of blood, so I, I don't think they were actually like. I, you know what? I don't. I don't even want to pretend I know what vampires do in their spare time. Um, was it warm blood too? Just out of curiosity. Uh, no, a room temperature. It, it room was. Te- okay. It didn't have like a feel of fresh blood. Ah, good lukewarm blood. Wonderful. <laughs> I just figure we could we could send that through the doors first. Uh, yeah. Well, what door is first? Whatever doors we've got coming up. Yeah, the one. I'm certain there. Every room we've gone into has had a door to another room. <laughs> there is a door. At the end, there is a door at the end of the rat room. At the end of the penis-shaped room, yes. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Uh, Hold on. The folks at home can't really see because there's some tokens there in the way. I should probably move them. (laughs) There. Go ahead and uh, yeah. Where's that oof card? Uh, There. Now you can see what Bull was talking about. Uh, It is. Comical. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, let's zoom in a little bit. You know, we'll give that's not let's just that, move forward there we go. with the narrative of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um Well there is a door at the end of this uh place. End of this hallway. Let me get back to my card here. You see on the this door at the end of the hallway, it, a, a steel door engraved with images. It has a, a, a human king in armor astride a horse, a majestic range of mountains and shooting stars in the background. Tiny figures of people and wolves frame the image on this door that is heading east. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have the elemental open it. Yeah, most def. Um, uh, you see a staircase that goes both up and down. Oh, uh, I hate this castle. Up is new, though, isn't it? Isn't this the only? Did um, the other staircase in the big room go up or down only? Let me double check. Like the here. giant one. Um, this the is... other two staircases went down only. The giant one goes down, and then um, yeah. the one at the corner of the study only goes down as well. See? Up. Oh, there we go. That's that's a direction that's... Well, doesn't direction... this one go up? It, do- it does. It goes up it or does down. Up. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd rather go up than down. Was you'd rather go up than down? May as well clear out everything we have ahead if we know that he is down below. Yeah, and, and your your uh, your blood hunter senses are still. Um, there's been a small movement in the the main blip, but um, it's moving. Still pretty low below you. There is a closer minor blip. That seems to be above you. 
above. Yes. Good. Okay. I'll go ahead and say to the party, if we are going up, we might run into another one of his little uh, visions. Another one of his little games. I mean, our choices are up, down, or spiders. And not the spiders. There's three you... choices of down. I don't know if you saw how big those spiders were. But... <laughs> I mean, we also have the broken window. We can go back out on the parapet and go up into the... We have yes. options. It's definitely an option. <clears throat> yeah, and I'd say it's about... Like spiders probably have a way to get outside. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get to be a gigantic horse-sized spider <laughs> hanging out in a tower with nothing to eat. Like, they... Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's just... Uh, they're vegetarians. Let's, no. I mean, right. might as well head up, then. I hate... I hate everything to do with that. <laughs> just... <laughs> well, do we want to... bed down for the night, or do we want to keep exploring this... It I might saw. be good to continue to go up and then start to work our way down after we are vested. I'm fine, so I shall leave the choice to you, but I'm happy, more than happy, to keep going up and clear out what we can. It seems like the strategic thing to do. And like Mirna said, when we want to go down, We'll go ahead and pack up. It's not going to hurt to just poke our head up there, right? I mean, while we have this bloody elemental thing. Agreed. Bloody yeah. elemental. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll send the, the elemental, bloody elemental up the stairs first. Okay. Um, does it, like, take orders from you? Yeah. So, I mean, I can read you the. Call, call forth an elemental spirit, manifest an unoccupied space that I can see within range. Um, choose the template air, earth, fire, water. I can only summon water. Creature resembles a bipedal form wreathed in the chosen element, which determines certain traits. Stat block disappears. Creatures ally to you and your companions in combat. The creature shares your initiative count. And it takes its turn immediately after mine. It obeys your verbal commands. No okay. action required by me. If you don't issue any, it takes the dodge action and uses move to avoid danger. Okay. So, yeah, what would your command be? Up the stairs. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'm following not too far behind it so that it doesn't like... Okay. You know, I'm not going to let it keep going up yeah, the stairs. Uh, a place to stop. After a flight of stairs, it gets up stops and then it, you can see it start to come back so it goes up one okay are there are there more flights of stairs or like does it continue up or is this the the tippy top door did we move uh i have not moved you yet it oh. does okay so if you're telling him to go up 
he would go, it would go up and you could hear it continuing to clink or to move up. And I okay. can, I, mean, I can, if you're following him, I can move you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to follow okay. about five or 10 feet behind him. Okay. I'll be behind uh tack as well. Yeah. Um, so you are here. I should have pinged you to it. Uh, I think Bull and Ismark will be at the end. Okay. Ismark at the back, Bull holding his hand. Oh, Avi, dude. Hey. Coming in. Coming in hot. <laughs> it, why? 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 I don't know. I can't make you smaller. Well, I mean, that, so that square. square. Yeah, five feet. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I took me a second to like get my yeah i'm not going first by okay the way. so the bloody yeah element. this is um so yeah as you come up to this first flight of stairs you see uh your blood elementals following your orders it's going to head up north to another set of stairs that goes up but in this room as you make your way in uh attack you see a dark landing 10 feet wide and 20 feet long yeah so this is 10 feet so no this is not correct uh, it's 10 by 20, so there should be, um, your token should not be that big. I don't know what's going on. Um, a cold draft of wind rushes down the spiral staircase at the north end of the east wall and whistles mournfully through the room before streaming uh, down the stairs to the south. So you're getting hit with this cold, uh, rushing wind. And an, or an ornate square rug covers the floor to the south. Set into the west wall is an iron-bound wooden door. Well, this is flavor text, so I guess I give it to you. Um, set into the west wall is an iron-bound wooden door with a wooden trap door set into the floor in front of it. Hanging what? on the north wall above the trap door is a framed what? portrait of a handsome, well-dressed man with serene yet penetrating gaze. Yeah, it, I don't know why, like, there's a trap door. I guess it's not a trap door. It is, like... It's it, a door in the floor. It, it's a door in the floor, right? Uh, there is no trap to it. Uh, but here, a floor door, if you will. A floor door, yeah. Um, here's the, the portrait that you see in uh, hanging on the northern wall. Has every making of uh, Strahd wearing that same armor that you attacked on the balcony earlier uh, so this evening. pretty. Uh, it's yeah. so pretty. Um, but as you are kind of moving and looking around this room, you do see the slightest. It's like one of those paintings, like no matter where you move, its eyes follow you. Like no matter where you stand, uh, it looks like it's staring directly at you. Shoot it with some fire, huh? Shoot it. No, not yet. This rug really ties the room together. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I'd like to know why your tokens are so large. It's because the grid is so small. Yeah, it's so it, large. But it is a it is a ten by twenty uh hallway here. Um Yeah, I don't I think the uh the grid on this layer is just Yeah, uh half or half half no it's Twice as large as it should be. Everything should be broken down into the hallway is a ten by twenty, and right now it's a five by ten. So yeah. It's... Okay, like I think I can change it here. 
save settings. Hopefully that didn't do anything uh, goofy. Yeah, I tried. Okay, uh, it doesn't matter. Anyways. Um, I'm going to call the elemental back and have him open the, the west door. Um, yeah, it opens the door. And I'm going to send it, send it through. Um, as, as it goes in, you hear in a youthful, uh, voice. Well, aren't you new? Have you been sent by master? I'm going to make the head motions to Avi that there's. Well, please come in, come in. I'll, I'll relay that down. Close the door behind you. Um, this is interesting. I, I, I will come in behind it. Oh, but I will not close the door. You. I never thought I'd get to see the Irina. Well, I am certainly doomed now. Oh, were you the new bride-to-be? At one point, I'm sure I was somewhere on his list, but I seem to be being thrown aside. Most certainly. And as you're in here, you can... You're up higher in this castle now, and you can hear thunder. You could feel thunder shaking the tower, and this thing kind of, uh, the heavy beams are groaning and moving kind of under the weight and, and the the amount of wind that is up this high. There are three ornate lanterns uh, that hang by chains from these beams, each casting a dim glow. A curved west wall is fitted with three windows of leaden glass and steel latticework. A bookcase sits on the east wall between two doors. Plush, overstuffed chairs and couches are placed about the room. The fabric has faded with age, and the patterns it depicts are nearly gone. Lounging on one couch is a handsome young man whose attire, while elegant, is worn and faded. And that is the man uh, you're talking to. Well, I know who you are. I should introduce myself. I am, I am Escher. Pleasure to see you finally, Irina. Is it, though? You get the feeling there's only going to be able to be one woman. Yes, time. actually, no, it is not a pleasure to see you because I feel I am being discarded. So what are we going to do about that? I mean, that's a good question now, isn't it? Well, you are certainly welcome to take up a room here and I can come down. Oh, no, I certainly wouldn't deprive you of your chambers. Well, it does get kind of boring up here. Yes, a good view of mostly roof. And he's kind of moving around and shifts on the chair, stares outside one of the three windows. You made it all the way up here by yourself. I can't believe you could make it here all by yourself. And I can't believe you would be here without him right by your side. 
And what is this thing? And he kind of walks over to your blood elemental. This is interesting. Uh, this is a surely not a creation of yours, but of uh, masters, of course. It's, uh, it's a friend. A friend. Nice. Well, come in, have a seat and, and join me. We can uh, talk about what the future's what the future may bring. I'll I'll move in and sit on this chair. Over yes, here please. My token completely covered. <laughs> <laughs> ah, great. And he'll come in and uh, excuse me. Uh, if you don't mind, I would close the door behind you. Oh, but we have more guests, oh. though. <laughs> you are not alone. That, of course, it, it is master out there. Of course, let me. Uh, he's probably staring at himself again. That portrait it never stops staring. Please, well, I will go take a look. Uh, yeah, and he pops his head out, um, and he, he sees Bull uh, there. Well, you are not master. Please. Uh, who are you? This is quite the party. I can't say I've had this many people up here in a long time. was actually sent my master to keep you company if you catch my drift. <laughs> and he'll, like, seductively <laughs> touch his lip. <laughs> um, I don't think that you can give me uh, a persuasion check, but um he's pretty indifferent to this uh uh i mean that's a natural 20 with um <laughs> plus 9 29 f you <laughs> um well as appealing as you may be and maybe sometime down the road who knows what may be as i am being discarded as we speak now that Irina is here I should keep my options open please come in come in and have a seat oh I know the feeling always the bridesmaid never the bride (laughs) well please uh, your friend is already in here with the strangest of creations and oh you as well there are more how and he'll turn back in uh, to the two of you in the room how many more should I expect I'm running out of chairs Are are the badgers coming, Bull? <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, the, the badger boys can come at any time. This just gets more interesting by the moment. Please, come in and sit. And We were just getting ready to talk about the futures that will be. I'm going to druidcraft like a nice flower. And uh, mm. hand it. Oh, this is... This is lovely. How did you know? He'll take it and he'll put it in his... Uh, lapel his little pocket there his uh handkerchief pocket well, i didn't want to be rude you know being a guest gifts are nice yes they yeah. are gifts are always nice you you come from a a well-to-do background uh very well taught in the form of manners please come in come in it will get uh tight in here real quick <laughs> why are you all so big uh so uh this is all i guess and he'll doesn't see anybody else coming up the stairs uh he'll close the door so <laughs> yeah our tanks are just hanging out downstairs. i i can understand what Irina is doing here 
although I can't stand it. But what are the rest of you? Are you her escorts? And does Master know you are here? Uh, well, he does definitely know we are here. Definitely. Ah, good, good. So you are not moving without notice. That is good. Escort is definitely a term that we go by. Very interesting. Okay. Well, you've made it up here. I'm sure you are lost. I can't understand why you would come up here. We were, yeah, we were actually seeking audience with Master. Hmm. He's probably bathing. Oh, in the tub of blood. Usually he is found there, yeah. Oh. Elsewhere. He wasn't there. Ah, he wasn't there. Oh, this. That's where we checked first, to be honest. Yeah. A nighttime bathe is quite nice. Well. So then, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, he had us just wait here until he's, you know, ready. Checking out the competition, he... to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I can't say I've been much of a competition lately. I, it's been months since he's been up here. His eyes have been uh, turned onto someone else, and he looks directly at you, Tack. Certainly, that must wound you. <laughs> um, if I had a heart that beat, that still beat, yes, I would be quite wounded, I guess. When, when he says that, is he, like, I guess maybe I missed the description, dead? I thought he was... <laughs> uh, you see a youth to him, um... But there is that gaunt kind of paleness to him as well. Is he is he standing next to one of those? Yeah, windows? he's he's up towards the north of the room there, uh, kind of. I guess there's a couch up there, too, that he probably sat and lounged on. Okay. Um, you said the, the lattices on the windows were iron, or? Uh, 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 yeah. Lead and glass in steel lattice work, excuse me. Gotcha. Oh, Esther, darling, do you have anything to eat? I am famished. Ah, <laughs> uh, every now and then, uh, food is brought to me, although I don't eat much lately. It's more of a out of habit. Um, but possibly I could. Get something up this way. I'm going to message Cat. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's been a good, you know, five, ten minutes at this point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll go ahead. This will be a good segue. Say we, we have the unliving up <laughs> the stairs. If you would like to pay a visit. And... <laughs> Cass, this is the blip, one of the blips that you were kind of, you were feeling upstairs. I can respond, right? It has to be yeah, like a basic. Yeah, I, I can basically send you a sentence or two and you can send. Yeah, you can respond to this back. message. Uh, yeah. Probably under Stra's influence. I'll be right up. 
Well, I'll look to Mirna. Well, we were right. They have company. We should probably head up. Ah, oh, surprise! It took this long. All right, I'll follow up. As we're going up, just yeah. Usually at this point, there'd be more fire involved. <laughs> it was a little bit quiet. I was starting to get a bit concerned, but we're not there yet. A few more stairs. <laughs> Irina, dear, you do look a bit disheveled. If you wouldn't mind down there, and he points next to Bull. Uh, there is a guest quarters if you'd like to go in there and maybe freshen up a little bit, maybe make this conversation a little less bloody. Sure. I'll, I'll head down into the, the chambers. Yeah. Uh, I completely missed guest that there's a door there. Because <laughs> we're also giant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there is, in fact, as you open this room, there is a uh, guest room. A large bed sits in the center of the room. It's four corner posts supporting a black canopy trimmed with gold tassels. Several comfortable divans are placed about the room. There's a banded door to the west wall and a smaller unbanded door to the east wall. And that's. The door you came in was the west wall, so that would be the right. banded door. The other one is unbanded. Um, and that is where we are going to uh, pause for tonight. I think it's a good spot. We got the party coming up the so stairs to kind of <laughs> unite with everybody. So many doors, so many stairs, so many parties. Uh, you have met Escher upstairs. Um, guess what, folks? <laughs> uh, we're going to level you up. You're, yeah, you are you are all going to level up. I believe you'll be nine. Yes. Yes. So happy they early uh, birthday. happy early birthday, Ray. Um speaking what? of uh that, uh we will be off on the fourteenth. Um, you know, people have some some things going on that we're gonna take that day off. Um so we will not be we're gonna try to come back on the twenty first. So it'll be it's a, typically an off weekend for us, but we're gonna come back on the twenty first and give you back to back weekends of Strahd here. Like I said at the opening, any game could be the end. Uh we are at that moment. Uh so party's gonna level up. We're going to continue this encounter with Escher up upstairs in the spire uh, when we come back. I should say, you know, uh, I look at like battles with swarms of rats and, I, you know, at, at first look, I'm like, OK, do we need to do this? But thinking about the attrition of a dungeon crawl, uh, it is something that needs to happen. So for some of these these encounters that seem like uh, just, you know initiative after initiative i appreciate you for hanging out on those try to make them as interesting as possible but to get the true feel of this we got to have that that little bit of attrition there um spell slots and hit points and, and whatnot so got me a fifth level spell with so because we are kind of like mid uh haven't long rested you gain your hit points uh with the new level but you still have any missing that you uh, lost and you still have any missing spell slots that you used until that long rest happens. So with that being said, let's let's wrap this up. Hey, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight uh, with our Curse of Strahd. It was a month in between games, and I appreciate uh, you coming back. Going to be back on the 21st, uh, most things considered. And then on the 28th again, um, 
and I don't know. We'll see. We got a couple re-rolls in there we'll we'll hang on to for next time. So, Cranky, thank you for that last one coming in late there. Uh, we'll carry that over so uh, players help remind me. Um, I'll put it in my notes. Thank you so much, Dax. So. How many re-rolls? Are there two? Uh, I think there's a D4 and a re one re-roll. Or do we re-roll. use the first one? No, we didn't then... use any. Didn't use any. So there's two re-rolls and a D4. Okay. No, I used my advantage on my first initiative. I went from a one to a six. That's... Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I have a negative one uh, initiative. So. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, that that's the stuff for us. A fun game. Next yeah, time someone dies. Uh, yeah. Someone, somebody died tonight. There was a kind of a ghostial figure and some rats. Cranky. <laughs> Like this seemed like a great room to take a long rest in, but then there was like seven other doors that we stumbled upon. <laughs> yeah, door. It's um, floors are okay for the DM prep. It's those. There's so many stairs that go up and down that between this top-down map and the isometric map, sometimes I get lost. But I'm rambling now. We're going to end the stream. Thank you so much again for hanging out. Let's wrap this up. We'll be back Wednesday with some Descent into Avernus. We're close to being level four adventurers there. Uh, Can't wait for that. Game's going great. Loving it. We're out of the sewers, so only good things can happen. Um, And then I think the following Monday is uh, Star Wars. That's getting close to a finale. And yeah, I think that's all we got going on. I may be missing something. But anyways, thank you for hanging out. We will say goodbye. Until next time. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.